0: What is up everyone, it's Quinn here, and a couple days ago I put out a video talking about the cheapest league winning running back that you guys can draft in fantasy football. It seemed like you all really liked that one, so we're gonna be running it back, but talking about the cheapest league winning wide receiver. So this isn't someone who's gonna be going as like a fringe wide receiver two, wide receiver three, This is someone who's gonna be going right outside the top 12 wide receivers, but I think they have high-end wide receiver one upside. I think this is someone that you can have on your team as your second, maybe even third wide receiver if you go super wide receiver heavy, but they have the opportunity to be a top five, top three wide receiver when we're looking back at it at the end of the season. And that player is going to be Calvin Ridley. If you guys enjoy the video, hit the like button, subscribe to the channel, and let me know your thoughts down below. But we're just gonna do a full deep dive video of Calvin Ridley in this video. And I just continued to get higher and higher on him. You know, he was someone I initially was a little weary of. I kind of had him firmly behind that group of like Olave, Devonta Smith, T. Higgins. You have that whole next tier with like Keenan Allen, Amari Cooper, Metcalf, Debo Samuel. I originally didn't really know where to put him in that group. Um, I eventually moved him kind of ahead of all those guys and I just jumped him over Devonta Smith in my rankings, and I'm also considering bumping him over T. Higgins. So we're just gonna do a deep dive here, and we're gonna start off with his college career. So Ridley was actually super old as a college freshman. He came to Alabama at 20 years old, and apparently he wasn't even able to play his uh, full high school senior season because of his age. Like he aged out after I think it was like the first three games of the season. But once Ridley got to Alabama, he impressed right away as a freshman, caught 89 passes for 1,045 receiving yards and seven touchdowns in 15 games. He was the team's clear wide receiver one as a freshman, which obviously is impressive. Then he ended up taking a little bit of a step back his sophomore season played in 15 games again caught 72 passes for 769 yards and seven touchdowns but was actually outproduced by a darius stewart who uh you know put up more receiving yards than him but also played in i believe three fewer games so a little bit of a step back but then he put together a really strong junior season on a less pass heavy offense uh, 63 receptions for 967 yards and five touchdowns, and he was the team's leading receiver by 703 yards. So the overall counting stats aren't like absurd, but compared to everyone else on the roster, he was the clear, you know, number one target on that Alabama team. Calvin really ended up going at pick 26 in the first round of the 2018 draft to the Atlanta Falcons. Now shifting into his NFL career. In Ridley's rookie season, he caught 64 passes for 821 yards and 10 touchdowns, was the wide receiver 26 in points per game. So, you know, as a rookie, if you're finishing as a fringe wide receiver too, I think that's a pretty impressive uh, finish. Then he took a nice step forward his sophomore season, caught 63 passes for 866 yards and seven touchdowns, but he did that in only 13 games and averaged 15 PPR points per game. And then in 2021, This is really why everyone should be interested in Calvin Ridley. This is where he took his huge leap. Year three, averaged 18.8 PPR points per game. That was the wide receiver four in PPR points per game. And in 15 games, caught 90 passes for 1,374 yards and nine touchdowns. And I mean, after that season, it really looked like Calvin Ridley was going to be a fantasy high-end wide receiver one moving forward. It looked like he was just going to be stacking those seasons. Um, Then unfortunately, he only played in five games in 2021 before he had to step away to work on his mental health. So that season was cut super short. He averaged 14.2 points per game in those five games he played in. But I mean, like that's way too small of a sample size to say he was like going to underperform over the entire season. He was averaging 10.4 targets per game. If he kept that up, that point per game number was probably going to be in the same range as where he was in that uh, crazy 2020 season then really gets hit with another, you know, set of bad news. Suspended for the entire 2022 season for betting on NFL games. He did that while he was away from the team, you know, working on the mental health in 2021, and then he was traded to the Jaguars during the 2022 season, still suspended, but would be able to play for them in 2023. Now, I understand Ridley's kind of a complicated player because he's pretty much like an uncharted territory with this whole suspension thing. The only comparable situation I could kind of think of was Josh Gordon, but Josh Gordon's situation was so extreme because he played only five games in 2014, then he missed the entire 2015 and the entire 2016 season. And then he only played five games again in 2017. So, like, he missed so much time over what a four year span. He played 10 total games. I just don't really think we can compare that to one five year or one five game season and then missing a full season. Like, I think those are just two different things. So, Ridley, you know, it's kind of tough because he had the great season. Then he had the season where he only played five games. Now he just missed an entire year, so what type of player are we going to be getting with him You know, coming back here in 2023? But now moving into what I'm expecting out of Calvin Ridley, Ridley, in my opinion, is slotted in to be the clear-cut Jaguars wide receiver one. We saw Trevor Lawrence take a huge jump from year one to year two with the change in coaching staff and then the additions of uh, Christian Kirk and Evan Ingram. I just think naturally as a player heading into year three, Trevor Lawrence is lined up to take another leap but now I think he has actually a true elite wide receiver one. I think Christian Kirk is a really nice wide receiver, but I don't think he's like a top tier number one option for a team. I think he's a really nice wide receiver too, but I think Calvin Ridley is that number one option. We saw the jumps that guys like Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, Tua last season, like these guys took massive jumps once they got their guys. Allen three years ago with Diggs, it was Hurts and Tua last year with A.J. Brown and uh, Tyree Kill. The way I look at Calvin Ridley is that if he's the same guy from before he was suspended, I truly believe he is high-end wide receiver one upside in this Jaguars offense. And even if he regresses, like even if he takes a slight step back from what we saw in 2020, I still think he can be like a fringe wide receiver one, back-end wide receiver one on the season. Obviously, we don't wanna put too much stock into like training camp um, you know, reports. But the reports for Calvin Ridley have been very positive. I'm sure you all have seen the video um, of him and Zay Jones running back-to-back routes where Zay Jones, who's not a slow wide receiver, looks like he's running in mud. And then Calvin Ridley just like zips by him, you know, on like the next route. Um, So I do think Calvin Ridley is in a good spot here if he can just retain what he was prior to his shortened season and then his suspension. So this is where uh, Calvin is being drafted on different platforms. So I've got Underdog, ESPN, Sleeper, and Yahoo. He's going by far the earliest on Underdog. He's like a mid third round pick, wide receiver 16. I'd be fine taking him there. Like I think that's a fair price for him. I would draft him as a mid tier uh, third round pick. But then we look at the other platforms. ESPN. He's being drafted at around pick 66 at wide receiver 25. That is crazy. If you're getting wide receiver three, Calvin Ridley, that is an absolute steal. Even on sleeper, he's going in the fourth round at pick 43, wide receiver 18. Yahoo pick 51. So that's around five as the wide receiver 19. You combine those four platforms. His average ADP is like the four five turn. I would draft him at any of those prices, but ESPN, Sleeper, Yahoo, those would just be like smash draft picks for me if I was able to get him at those spots. And I talked about at the beginning of the video that I was considering, um, you know, moving him ahead of T Higgins, I had already kind of moved him ahead of Devonta Smith. It's just that when I look at those guys, I think Calvin Ridley may be a little risky, like I'm not going to deny there's some risk, just given the fact that we haven't seen him play in a full season. And then even the year before that, it was a very limited sample size. We don't know exactly what he's going to look like, but I still think I'm willing to take that risk just because the ceiling is so much higher than T Higgins or Devonta Smith, right? If Calvin really is that same dude paired with Trevor Lawrence on what I think is going to be one of the better offenses in the NFL, he can give you 18, 19, maybe even 20 plus points per game. You look at DeVonta Smith, T Higgins, these guys are wide receiver twos, you know, on their own offenses. If we're being honest, you probably won't even have to make that call between like T Higgins, DeVonta Smith, Calvin Ridley because their ADP's are so far apart. Like you may be able to go back to back rounds 3, 4, get Higgins or Smith in round 3, snag Calvin Ridley in round 4, but I'm just trying to kind of put into perspective how high I am on Calvin Ridley. I'm someone who wants those upside picks, so I don't really want to be drafting Higgins or Smith um, to be like fringe wide receiver ones if I'm drafting them as fringe wide receiver ones. And once again, this is not anti-T Higgins or Devonta Smith. I'm actually totally fine with them at their prices. It's just that if I have the opportunity to get a Calvin Ridley who can, I truly believe, like win your league, you get him in round four, round five, he turns into a high-end wide receiver one that is going to give you a huge leg up over the rest of your league mates. So that is why I'm so in on Calvin Ridley. I acknowledge the risk, but I am willing to take a swing on him. So how are you guys feeling about Calvin Ridley? Are you in on him for this season or is the risk too much? Let me know down below. If you stayed all the way until the end, thank you. I appreciate it. Hit that like button, subscribe to the channel. Thank you all for stopping by and I'll see you in the next one.